0: Hey everyone, it's Nina, and welcome to the third episode of I'm Glad You're Here. Today we're going to talk about comparison and kind of the effects comparison can have on your mental health and how it can affect you in everyday life. With comparison, for me, it started from an extremely young age. I remember just... As young as I can remember, I was constantly comparing myself to other people, and I don't even think I realized how damaging it was at first. I didn't realize how much it affected me. And I was a very competitive kid, and I know a lot of friends who were very competitive, whether it was sports or academics or just pretty much anything in life. Like, everyone kind of has that one thing they're super passionate about but can also be very competitive about. And for me, I was in two very competitive sports growing up, competitive swimming and competitive cheerleading. And so with swimming, it was all about okay who has the fastest times who has the most medals who has the most awards because we had these things that you could get for your swim bags which said what you got in your events so like did you get first place in your event or did you do well in this event and you would have your parents stitch them onto your swim bags and everyone could see what you did well in and it was kind of just showing off what you did well and and you saw what everyone else got and you were like oh they have this but i don't have that or oh i have this and they don't have that and it was just very competitive and very comparing um and it was very based on comparison because it was like okay you need to be fast as this person like it is all about competition in that sport it is all about beating the person next to you or getting in front of them, the goal is first place. And that is with any sport you do is you want to get gold, is you want to get first place. And I always hear that the person that is usually upset the most in first through third is second place. And I believe that because second place is so close to first place, whereas third place is just happy that they've even placed at all. And like I said, like comparison is just a comparison has played such a big part in so many different aspects of our lives. And it was the same way with competitive cheerleading. I had to constantly compare myself to the other girls on my cheer team. Oh, they got their back handspring before me or, oh, they have their back tuck. I don't have that yet. Or, oh, even like, like, body-wise because we were all in booty shorts and sports bras at the age of eight and nine and we were constantly whether our coaches realized what they were doing or not we were constantly told about our bodies oh your hair needs to look perfect oh you need to be skinnier and I think that really also fed into my eating disorder growing up was this idea of comparison body-wise it was like oh, I'm not as skinny as her, I don't look as good as her. And when I got into my eating disorder, it just got so much worse and manifested into this horrible cycle where I was constantly comparing myself and at the same time invalidating myself. And I was telling myself, oh, I'm not as bad as them. Oh, they have it worse. Oh, I can't have an eating disorder because I'm not this bad. And this comparison piece was destroying me from the inside because I wasn't reaching out for help because I wouldn't admit there was a problem because I was comparing myself to other people. And so the tricky thing with comparison is it's so hard not to do and I'll admit I still do it to this day and I'm still working on managing it and trying not to compare and it's something that I work on every single day and like I've said before you, you can't compare your chapter two to someone's chapter 50. You have to talk about your own story. You have to think about you because you are the only one of you out there And for the longest time, I thought I needed to be a replica of somebody else. I thought that I needed to act like the other girls that I knew acted. I needed to dress the way they did. I needed to talk the way they did. I needed to do everything the same way they did in order to feel love and affection. And I was wrong. I was wrong on so many different levels because I didn't need to. I just needed to be myself and I needed to love myself for who I was. And I think if I did that, I might've gotten help sooner. I might've not had my eating disorder get as bad as it did. And loving myself has been one of the toughest things for me to learn to do. Loving myself has been something that has taken years for me to learn. And I'm still learning every day how to love myself and how to properly take care of myself. And just the other day, I had fallen down a flight of stairs and I had injured my ankle. And I was like, oh, it's, it's not as bad as somebody else's. And I had to stop myself and be like, no, this is serious. I can't be comparing this to somebody else's because my pain is valid right now. It hurts. My ankle hurts. And that's completely valid in this moment. And I think it's so important for us to remember that we are human, that we are going to make mistakes. We're going to change. We're going to grow. We're going to develop. And every day we're learning and changing. And The person we were a day ago, a month ago, a year ago is different than the person we are today. And that's the only comparison that we should do is comparing how we've changed for the better, how we have turned our lives into a more positive manner. And I think childhood for a lot of people involved a lot of comparison and I don't even think people realized it. It was just, that is how it was for so many generations was, oh, well, think about what they did or, well, they do this or they do that. And just kind of not even thinking about what we're saying when we're comparing ourselves to other people or talking about other people. And we don't think necessarily all the time before we talk and i do that all the time i'm so guilty of that sometimes i have no filter and i i'm very honest about that and i sometimes just say things before i think about it and that's when we have to evaluate and that's when we have to take a step back and be like hey i might have said something in this moment that doesn't align with what i say now and it's okay to change your views it's okay to change your statements if you've grown and changed and learned new things and i think that there's this stigma surrounding and it's okay if you learn from the things you see in life or you read or you hear and I'm constantly learning every day, and the things I knew a year ago are so different than what I know today. And my views have changed on issues, and I don't think the same way about everything. And I think something that's been really big right now has been Adele's weight loss and comparing her weight to what it used to be. But we don't know the full story of Adele's weight loss. We don't know if it's due to health concerns. We don't know if it was related to an eating disorder. We don't know the full story and making these assumptions and comments on her weight loss without knowing what truly is the reason for her weight loss is a dangerous game. And that's not something I would have thought twice about a year ago. I would have been like, wow, she looks great. She lost weight. She looks amazing. And that's something I learned is that we don't know. And also just because she lost weight doesn't make her any less beautiful. Like she was beautiful the way she was when she weighed a little bit more. And she's also beautiful now. And like I said, we don't know why she lost the weight. And so it's dangerous to be We have to be careful with what we say sometimes because we don't know the full story. And that's something else is when we're comparing, we don't know the full story. They may be looking successful on Instagram or TikTok or Tumblr or Facebook or whatever social media or in real life. They may sound like their life is rainbows and sunshines and unicorns. But when they get home, they could be crying themselves to sleep. They could be struggling with their bills. They could be struggling with their mental health. And we don't know the full story. And that's why it is so dangerous to compare is because we don't know that full story. We don't know what's going on in their life. And I think that was another thing for me is people just thought I was doing great. And I looked happy on the outside and I made... People believe I was happy, I manipulated, I lied, I did everything I had to do. And people compared themselves to the fake version of me when in reality I was suicidal, I was depressed, I was struggling and I was turning to alcohol and other dangerous coping mechanisms during that time. And it's it's dangerous because social media can be such a great place to connect, but it can also be a dangerous place to disconnect if that makes sense because you're disconnecting from the world when you're on social media because you're only seeing a glimpse it's kind of like a highlight reel you're only seeing a part of their life you're only seeing what they want to show you and some people might be real authentic and vulnerable with you and show you a lot of aspects of your life but that's still not every piece of their life and some people are just going to show you those high Moments for them the moments that are very happy for them the moments that make them look successful Or make them look like they've been on top of the world for constantly and I think that's another thing is with everything going on with the coronavirus COVID-19 a lot of people are trying to post positive throwbacks photos and That's something I've seen seen on my um, regular feed a lot is just photos from past trips and past events and things like that and i'm sitting there and i'm like why am i not happy why am i not remembering all these good times and i have to remind myself i don't have to be happy right now i'm allowed to feel how i feel in this moment my emotions are extremely valid just like anyone else emotions right now and I don't have to be okay. It's okay to not be okay. You don't have to be okay all the time. And I think that's another thing that social media kind of shows us is that, oh, they're okay all the time. They don't have any struggles. And there's kind of this assumption that, oh, I need to be okay all the time. I need to have this glamorous life. I need to just show all these good things. Why am I not doing as good as them? And even the other day I did this, I was on social media and I've been doing this podcast and I've been doing some art and some other accounts I follow have been doing similar things. And I sat there and I was like, well, why am I, they're, they're getting more commissions than me or, oh, they're getting more reviews or views. Um, and I just sat there and I overanalyzed everything and it made me so sad And I just got so upset and it's all rooted back to comparison because if I wouldn't have sat there and let myself compare all those sorts of things, I would have never gotten sad in that moment. I mean, yes, I would have gotten sad later down the line from something, but it wouldn't have been because of comparison. And I have to remind myself I don't know what's going on in their lives. They might be doing great in those aspects, but I also have other things that are very successful for me that they might not have going well for them. And that's something we have to be careful with is you can, like I've said before, you can connect with people, but you can't compare yourself to people. And it's so important that we remember that when we are doing things, because when we compare, we... Are degrading ourselves and is so no one is worthy of that degradation and how are you and I don't know who told me this but like how are other people supposed to treat you with respect if you can't treat yourself with respect and that is stuck with me to this day because it's true how are other people going to look at you and believe what you are saying if you can't even believe it yourself because you're not going to sound believable if you can't believe it yourself and it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay if you're not doing well whether it's right now or it was before covid like like before everything happened i got hospitalized and i had this assumption that i was always never gonna need treatment again after i got out of my last treatment program i three years ago when i got out i was like okay this is it i'm done i'm good i'll just do everything from an outpatient level and i'll be better and it worked for a couple of years and it worked and i managed but things change and things are changing for us every single day and we have different variables and everything is constantly Changing around us, and those things will affect us every single day. And I had a lot of changes right before I went into the hospital. I found out I had a mass in my brain that was affecting me. My meds weren't properly adjusted. I was struggling with what I wanted to do with my life. I had taken I decided to take the semester off of school and I was scared of going back to school because I had added a year by changing my major, but I also knew it was the right decision for me. And all these things just built up to a point where I couldn't cope. And I just kept telling myself, no, I have to be okay because I was okay before and I've been okay before. And even, com- Like, in that moment, I was comparing myself to my past self. And like I said, it all can come back to comparison for me, at least. And it's all just rooted in this fear and this insecurity I have that I'm not good enough. And I've had it since I was a child. And it's this fear that I'm not going to be loved. I feel the feeling of being alone. I fear the feeling of being alone and I feared this feeling for as long as I can remember because after my dad passed away that is how I felt and I hated that feeling so I clutched on to anyone and everyone I could to get rid of that feeling of being alone and that made me so vulnerable and it still makes me vulnerable because I still have that fear and It's okay if I have that fear. It doesn't make me any less of a person. It makes me human. And that's something to remember is we're all human. We're all different human beings and we all have different lives. We all have different circumstances. We all have different events that have affected us. And it's important to remember that we are similar. But we're also different. We are, we are our own person. We are someone who is constantly working to figure out who we are and we're growing. We're growing every single day and this growth is what helps make us who we are. It's what helps make me Nina and you, you. And it's important to remember that we don't have to be anybody else that we are going to be loved for us. We are going to be accepted for us. And if people can't accept you for you, they don't deserve your time, your energy, your love, because the people who are going to accept you for you are the ones you're going to want to keep in your life. And it's been hard for me to remember that, that I'm going to have to let people go and that people are going to leave and people are going to change and people are going to hurt me along the way. And I actually had um, people I thought I could trust really hurt me. And I thought, that they were going to be friends for the rest of my life and that change affected me in a way that i didn't prepare for and i didn't know how to cope with and it was something i had to learn to deal with and something i had to learn how to manage because i had never learned how to manage it before and so It is something I am constantly learning every day is how to accept change. And, and this goes back to kind of AA and the serenity prayer, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. And that is something that I also keep with me constantly because radical acceptance is something that can tie into this as well and you have to radically accept that change is going to happen, that your life is going to be different than someone else's life. They might be more successful in some aspects of their lives than you are. And at the same time, you might be more successful in other parts of your life. And that's something you got to think about is balance and your story and your journey and your vulnerabilities and your the things that have affected you and affected where you are and how you've gotten to where you are today. And so that's just something to take away tonight is comparing yourself to others is going to hurt, but connecting with others on things can open the doors to so many opportunities and connections and love. And so the next time you realize you're comparing yourself to somebody else, I want you to name two nice things about yourself. So the other day I compared myself to somebody else and how I thought their podcast was doing better than mine. And I named that I was helping make a difference with this podcast. Yes, I may not be reaching as many people as her, but it doesn't matter because all that matters is that I'm talking to you. And if this is helping you, then that's good enough for me. That means so much to me that I can help you. It means more than words can describe to me. And I also said to myself that I am happy. I don't know if the other person is happy in their life right now, but I am genuinely happy right now. So tonight, today, I'm sending you with lots of love. And as always, I'm Nina, and I'm glad you're here.